Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose from themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today I am very pleased to be with my friend Alison Smith, She is a parenting and life coach. Welcome, Alison. Thank you so much for having me. I love what you're doing. Thanks. Same here. Now, tell us a little bit about who you are. How did you become the person you are today? And what the heck got you into being a parenting coach? <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> uh, so... My upbringing has contributed to who I am, my personality, people I've met along the way have had tremendous impact on me, experiences I've had, such as spending a year in France as an exchange student in high school, that had a big impact, and uh, becoming a teacher had a big impact on me, as well as um, my partner in life, Mark, uh, he's He's, uh, he's grounded, and he keeps me from flying too close to the sun. <laughs> I tend to have big ideas, so he's really that balance for me. And uh, I provide him with lots of adventure, often more than he bargains for. <laughs> well, I kind of am reminded of my own husband hearing that. <laughs> But I know you, yeah. you are getting far. And tell us a little bit about... How you became a life and parenting coach? Sure. Well, my education background had, as I mentioned, a big impact mm. on me. And I love working with kids. I love the act of teaching and, and helping someone discover some things for themselves. So that part I loved. Other aspects of teaching weren't kind of fit for me. So I was looking for something else that I could do. Mm -hmm. Fast forward a little bit. And I had two kids. <laughs> that further strengthened my resolve to interact with children in a different way from what most of the culture around me was doing. Now, I didn't quite know how to put that into practice on a day-to-day -day basis. I, I knew the theory and sort of the philosophy that I had. But I didn't have anyone around me modeling exactly what it was that I was looking for. So I took, I took to the online space mm -hmm. and started devouring everything I could find on the topic and experimenting on my own children. <laughs> well, that's so, a good way to do it. And really, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've learned a lot the hard way. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's okay. kind of sad because we all should have parenting in school, boys and girls. Something, you know, we all need some sort of support um, because it's, it's not as natural as we would assume. 
obviously, um, there are some things that we, we do instinctually that is very good and very helpful. But there are a lot of messages out there that, that can confuse um, newer parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of newer parents, I heard of a, an amazing um, um, name for new parents. Because I was a new parent, but I was not young. So I couldn't say I was a young parent. Well, we I disagree with that. Our- you are still young. <laughs> I guess it depends what you're comparing it to. But, yeah. you know, lots of people are having their kids in their 20s and 30s. Mm. We were late 30s when we started mm. for a lot of reasons, which we could totally go into for another show. But um, the someone had the, the idea, and I can't think of the person at the moment, uh, but it's part of their mm-hmm. program, um, newborn parents <laughs> or a newborn mom, which I love. Yes. Because that newborn phase isn't just about the baby being new. It's really about the parents being being birthed and growing and evolving all through their parenthood. Mm-hmm. So I love that term. And when I was a newborn parent, uh, there was a lot of conflicting advice. And there, was, um, there wasn't as much research available on best practices. Since that time, my kids are now nine and seven. Even in the last nine years, a tremendous amount has come forward in terms of what we know about the brain, child development, the nature of the relationship, uh, a growth mindset. All of these kinds of things are are impacting the way that we interact with our kids, mm-hmm. and it's informing my practice as a coach. So as I was going through this process of learning, I was sharing uh, with an online community because being a stay-at-home mom with two young ones, it was really hard to get out. Some mm-hmm. days it just wasn't worth it. So I turned to the online space at times to to have a, a little bit of that socializing and that uh, connection to other adults. And that is very important because I remember when mm-hmm. my kids were small, and that is 35 years ago, so I'm more on the old side than you are. And <laughs> I, there was no computer available. So no. I was very isolated with two small kids. My kids are 15 months apart. So wow. uh, that was very, very hard. So I understand where you come from. And I tried to do a good job. I read the books, but hey, I did so many mistakes. And I wish I would have had a good parenting coach or somebody that could have given me ideas how to do it better. Right, right. And, and just having someone that we can have a back and forth conversation with, Mm. try out some different ideas. What do you think about this one? Could this maybe work in this situation? Or I'm completely at a loss. I've tried everything I know. Do you have anything that I could try? You know, just having that person to turn to sometimes is all we need. And then we hit the ground running. We're, we're, We're ready to go on to the next challenge. But then sometimes we need, we need even a, um, more support. Maybe we're dealing with the mental health challenges or we're more isolated than our, than, uh, some others who don't have family close, um, you know, two parent families. We, we're just very busy and isolated. So having someone, uh, professional who, who researches this stuff for fun can be really helpful. It sure can. And I've known you for a little bit in person too. And, Along the tips you gave uh, a coworker of me for her kids, I think were very helpful for her. Wonderful. And I really feel that that you know a lot of things, and I know the little things make the difference. The little tips here, the little tips there, mm-hmm. and the consistency. Absolutely, and and it's 
so much more difficult, I think, right now to be consistent because our attentions are so divided in, in this day and age, as they say. Mm. And so there is so much to distract us. Oh, uh, and, so and important much. things too, right? Like yeah. bills and jobs and all that good stuff. But to maintain our focus on what we're trying to accomplish long-term can be a real challenge. So if we have somebody that will um, remind us and keep us on track can be really helpful because it, it's just human nature to to get off track or, or you know, to, to be focused on other things that are so present right in front of us. Yes, and I, I've seen that uh, parents and children sit on a table and the telephone dings and off they go, even the parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's hard, be, and that's, that's pretty much what my brain is like. <laughs> There's always a ding that's distracting me, and so I have to, I have to develop, and I'm still a work in progress, I develop this, um, this ability to focus and get back to the moment because there are so many things dinging in the background. Right, and, uh, and I mean, yeah. most mothers especially that uh, are home or working and home, but fathers too, we became multitaskers, and I believe our brain is not really made for that multitasking. Not not well. I, I, I've read some things that women's brains are, are more, they're hardwired to be better at it, so I think sometimes we take that on because we are as good at it as, as a person can be. Mm. And and we, we forget that it's not our ideal state, but we do it because it needs to be done. That's true. Sometimes. And, and yeah. how often do we cook and then the little one starts crying and we give them the attention and at the same time having in the back of our head, make sure that it, the food doesn't burn. Right. And, and the other child who's climbing a tree, <laughs> you know, gets rained back in. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. That is, is a hard situation. And many young parents are completely overwhelmed by the kids screaming. And I think every parent experiences being pushed to the limit of what they can tolerate. Oh, absolutely. And and beyond. You and know, beyond. We, we, and We're and, not off... Uh, we're not, not operating at our optimal level. Definitely not. And I sometimes feel a parenting coach like yourself can give the parents a little reassurance. Yes, your kids are pushing you. Sometimes you feel like you hate them, but hey, that's normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and just being told that what we're experiencing is normal from someone that we, we mm. like and trust can can help us feel so much better. Just knowing sure. we're not alone in the struggle. Mm -hmm. And I tend to use a fair bit of humor in my coaching, too. So having a good laugh at the insanity of the things that kids say and do and how we feel, <laughs> it, it's really helpful. It's really Sometimes helpful, yeah. Do, I well. love that, too. I love humor. It's part of us. It's part of what makes us uh, function better, part of my makes us happy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, if, if we're not enjoying the journey at all, Something's amiss. You know, I agree. We, we're not designed to love every minute. No way. No. And, uh, you know, I recognize that. I've been there. We, it, you know, it comes and goes. But if we can practice honing in on one particular positive moment, or looking for a lesson, or helping our children to feel a bit more positive in certain situations, 
it can change the dynamic of the whole family. It sure can, and that's part of what you do, and I know you do Mm -hmm. it well because I've seen your work. And this is a good place to wrap up the first half of today's broadcast here on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more about parenting and children and coaching with Alison Smith. And welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with parenting and life coach Alison Smith. Welcome back, Alison. Thank you very much. Now, in the first half, we talked a little bit about uh, how you are a parent, how you were a teacher, and then looked for something you could do while you were staying home with the kids, which is a wonderful thing to do. Now, in the second half, I heard you have something, uh, kind of a manifesto. Now, what is that? So this was a document I wrote early on, a little bit for me and a little bit to share. And it, it's like the foundation, the philosophy of what it is, the, the approach that I take to the relationship with my kids. So it has three tenets. One is connection. Two is empathy. And three is life skills. And so in the manifesto, it's a, a brief... Um, ebook that outlines different reminders and phrases that you can tell yourself to keep focused on these three things because these three things are absolute game changers hmm. to a family. I think every family wishes to have that. We all say we have to we love our children, but the love expresses it in those three things. You, I love that. Right. How do the, right. the viewers get that? Certain, the listeners certain get that? ways that we can connect more deeply mm-hmm. and more quickly, which then increases how much they listen to us. <laughs> oh, that's important. And there are also things, um, sort of mainstream things that we've all been taught we're supposed to do that actually distance us from our kids. And so this is, these three things are the primary areas I focus on when working with clients. We go into a lot more depth, obviously, but the manifesto is just a really nice reminder and it sums up the entire body of work that I do. And those life skills I want to mention are not just for the kids. It's not just how we're teaching them the important things, but it's what do we need to do and what do we, what abilities and skills do we need to hone so that we are showing up as the kind of parents we want to be. And that's important too. We just can't come home and think we check our emails and make the supper in the thing and the kids will be all right. And if they don't <laughs> do what we tell them, just holler at them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and there's some, there's some days that we do. Mm. And, and I don't want people to think that, that it has to be perfect. That's not what we're striving oh, no, no, for no. here. But there are ways to make it easier, mm-hmm. to make things more calm and uh, peaceful, 
and to have everybody interact on a on a more positive level and i know that uh, many families nowadays have challenges with their kids that have some kind of a label in any kind be it adhd asd autism odd or whatever the label the abbreviation may be in any case it is a strained family isn't it a chaotic chaos uh-huh. in the family and it's so much stress and as soon as parents start to feel overwhelmed and stressed they have a much harder time interacting with their kids in the way that they want to mm. And and that in turn fuels our child's behavior because that they're feeling anxious or stressed because of our reactions and it's it's throwing them into the state of mind of fight or flight and then we pick up on that and that stresses us even more and then we're guilty which adds more fuel <laughs> and oh the cycle gosh, continues yeah. and so learning to the the easiest way to stop that then is to focus on ourselves as parents and getting ourselves in the right frame of mind before we interact with our kids and some parents so, will say exasperated throwing their arms in the air how the heck do we do that uh-huh and it comes back to these three these three tenets in my manifesto mm-hmm. we have to connect with our kids in the right way that they interpret as a strong safe relationship and we need to offer compassion to our kids the empathy piece because a lot of behaviors are an attempt to be heard mm-hmm. our children want to feel that they have value and that they're appreciated and heard and just saying good job doesn't go far enough mm-hmm. there are a lot of other things that we can do to help them really feel it deep down that they are valuable they are worthy and we're interested in what they have to say especially when we disagree and mm-hmm. so that's a real tricky part and that's where the life skills come in yes we we learn to how to calm ourselves how to keep ourselves calm more often and what to do when that chaos ensues and it always will there will always be something that is emotionally triggering for us that upsets our kids it's what do we do about it so in that moment what are the different tools that we can draw on or skills that we've been practicing to then apply when things start to get chaotic and that's very important because it doesn't help when the kids act up because we said no which they do in the beginning and uh-huh. then you give in that makes it worse that's true and you know a lot of parents especially the clients i work with they're good parents and they oh, have yes. a lot of skills and education but anything is stressful and if you add in something like um ADHD symptoms mm-hmm. or or traits of autism mm-hmm. that adds a much bigger uh load of stress onto a family mm-hmm. and because so, they often have aggressive outbursts that are hard to handle oh exactly exactly and we get tired and so it's it's easy to give in sometimes and that i understand that they do and but it really is not the right thing to do to say okay here's your ipad continue gaming exactly exactly so when parents get the skills that they need to one recognize when things are heading down the chaos path to know confidently know what to do in any given situation to keep themselves calm and to help their child through it and teach them the skills that they need that's 
that's when things change. Yeah. You know, we, we can't parent alone. We're not designed to parent alone. No. And, you know, I, I really want to tell parents that I know that they're out there. They can hear me right now. Mm. And if this is you, don't struggle alone. There are many people that can support you through this. There's no badge for doing things alone. We are not designed to do it alone. So feel free to reach out and add me on Facebook or send me a message, personal message, and and I'd love to help you or provide some solutions. I, I just want them to know that the struggle is normal. Mm. We're all feeling it, but we don't have to feel it all the time, and we can feel so much better interacting with our kids. And I think it's so important that we get the tools to do it and have somebody to talk to that is non-judgmental and doesn't tell us, oh, you're crazy, or you're weak, or you have to do it, or you gave up so that you're a bad person. You're not. You're still a good no. parent, even if you make mistakes. I made lots of mistakes raising my kids, and in the end, I felt guilty, and I asked him, Uh, listen, I made a lot of mistakes. I know that. Uh, can you forgive me? And they said, hey, mom, you went so bad. <laughs> so that, 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 that was nice to hear. So we all do the best we can at the time. I wish I had a good parenting coach. Why don't you share how they can contact you? Sure thing. You know, I, I, uh, I encourage them to go to my website, which is alisonsmithcoaching.com. And that's Allison with one L. They can go there and find links to all of my social media. They can contact me right from the website, send me a message that way. They can sign up for my email list and get some more tips uh, through there. But for your listeners um, particularly, I want to give them a copy of my ebook. That is so cool, yeah. And they can, they can download it uh, directly from my site, but I need to give them a special link. Uh, And it's mm -hmm. kind of, it's one of those numbers and letters and yep. backslash or forward slashes and all that. So hopefully we can put it in the show notes. Um, but at the very least, they can just email me and say, hey, I was listening to Doc Christine's uh, podcast and, and radio show, and uh, I'd love to take you up on that offer. No, so that's generous of you, and I certainly appreciate that for my listeners and everybody that wants to do it. Go ahead, contact her. The address again, alisonsmithcoaching.com. Alison with one L. And Alison is a lovely lady. She won't eat anybody. And <laughs> <laughs> Not on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> And I know, and you even get your own TV show soon, which I congratulate you for. And you do a lot, of, a lot of very fascinating and great things to help parents. We actually have an ADHD program together that uh, addresses all parts of the. Uh, uh, I I hate to call it disease because I find it's not a disease; it's a symptom. Uh -huh. But it is so important to address the parts and a parenting coach can help to address issues that need to be addressed in kids uh -huh. with ADHD like diet or supplements because kids say I'm not supposed to eat milk I want my milk <laughs> and you know how that is it's hard for parents to say no when the kid gets upset right right and that's when they need your Exactly. And so that's wonderful. And that's a nice thought to bring us to the end of today's show. Thank you so much, Alison, for being on my show today. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks so much. 
Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions or if you'd like to contact Alison and forgot her links, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca and I am always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Seth Glasgow. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station with an art gallery and performance hall. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I am your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.